0: I just wanted you to see. I watched some of the uh, stuff going on inside the college. And inside the college, it was young people, full of young people, weeping. Full of young people coming to the front, just while worship was on, just coming to the front and just beginning to put their hearts right with God. No one asking them. Just people coming just to be in his presence. They'd start singing, and these young people... Just weeping and worshiping God. And then they go outside, and there's all these neighbors, all these people from all over have come. Why are they? What is happening? What did you notice about their worship? How did they look? How engaged were they with the atmosphere? You hear what I'm saying? We come to church and the Spirit of God starts to stir and we, we, can, we can go in if we want to. We can go in and be overwhelmed by it and taken by it and, and, and maybe end up on our, ourselves on the floor weeping like the elders because they stepped in. Or, or we can stay on the outside and go, what is going on here? This, this, is, this is very weird. I'm not, I'm not going to make a fool of myself. That's not what we want, is it? So I've got one last verse for you, which explains what you just saw on this video. John 4, verse 23. John 4, verse 20. This is what happened. The hour is coming, and now is, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit. The wise virgins kept the spirit, kept the oil topped up. They knew it was important. The foolish let it run dry. And when it comes to these times of worship, if your spirit's not topped up, it's really hard to enter in. But if your spirit is topped up, those who worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. I hope that stirred something in you this morning. I I don't know sometimes by the look on your faces. It's really hard. But we we were called to this very life, to this life of the Spirit, which takes us out of our natural logic, sense, reason sometimes. And drops us right into a realm we don't understand. I hope someone doesn't mind me sharing this with you, but they sent me a message this week saying they had an experience or dream, or I can't remember what it was now, and they were in church and there was a lot of noise, a lot of activity, and and felt like they'd fallen in the spirit and somebody with strong picked her up and moved her and it's like all kinds of stuff. But there was a lot of noise, she said, but it was silent absolute silence and I wrote back and said yeah I said that's what it's like on the other side see what you're seeing here is what you see here what's going on on the other other side you see it says the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet not the God of war the God of peace so he sat there on his throne doing exactly as he wants to is that one of our favourite verses, isn't it? He sits there just doing whatever he wants because that's who he is. He's not ruling from a place of anger, of bitterness, of hatred, of revenge. He's, this is my world. These are my people. Get your hands off my people. You know the story of Moses getting the children of Israel out of Egypt? Was 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 for a reason. It was to show the world the state that the world is in under the power, not of Egypt, but the power of Satan. That's what it was about. And when Moses went in and said, "Let my people go," he wasn't talking to Pharaoh. He wasn't talking about the natural situation they was in. He was the voice of God speaking to the ruler of that time. Who represented the kingdom of that time? Who represented Satan, who's the king, who's the ruler of this earth? And he was saying, Let my people go. That's the gospel. And Jesus came and set captives free. Bless you guys. Thank you so much. Amen. We're going to just sing one more.